On this episode, we welcome world-renowned Dr. Ben Carson and civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump. Dr. Ben Carson is a world-renowned pediatric neurosurgeon and former secretary of housing and urban development where his unique policies and programs help shape the lives of the underprivileged in need of housing. Attorney Benjamin Crump is America's preeminent um, representatives of the victims of racial violence whose stories reached the international stage. His clients included Trayvon Martin, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and many more. Both Benjamins have different and very unique perspectives on race in America. Today, we brought them together, face to face, if you call that Skype, so that they can discuss these perspectives with one another, unfiltered, unedited, and all to educate you on the issues we face today with race in America. While you watch, I ask that you listen, not judge, understand not just their opinion, but their perspectives. Don't reduce their sentiments to their perceived political ideologies, but listen as you would expect one to listen to you. I think, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I want to start with you, Dr. Carson. You've argued uh, many times that one can craft his own fate and, and by dint of effort and, dis and discipline face and conquer all kinds of adversity. But still, African-American households income continues to plummet when compared to non-African-American households which are thriving. Does this reflect systemic racism? And how should white America respond to these disparities? Uh, having said that, in, in terms of what's happening to the African-American community, remember, this is a very strong community historically, uh, able to survive slavery when others could not. Uh, you know, after slavery, uh, Jim Crow, uh, severe segregation and racism. And, uh, you know, we have to acknowledge that. You know, we now have black generals and admirals and CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, university presidents, even Ivy League universities who are black. Uh, we've had a black president, a black vice president. So to say that we're not making progress is completely uh, erroneous. Attorney Crump, how do you respond to Dr. Carson? Uh, and I don't disagree with Dr. Carson that we have made progress in America, significant progress, that America is still the best place in this world to improve your lot in life from which you were born. Dr. Carson, your response? I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because there's nothing there that I disagree with, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, but. You know, I think in terms of accomplishing that, we need to focus on where the real problems are. In 2019, the last time we have really good statistics, how many cases of unarmed black men being killed by police were there? Attorney Crump? While I don't have the exact numbers, what I do know is that we have a problem when we look at the implicit bias of policing of uh, marginalized communities of color, especially 
black men. Uh, I think about in 2020, and, and I'll talk about this, and I want to address one other thing about the criminal justice system. But I think about in 2020, when we were in the midst of a global pandemic, what we saw was everything seemed to shut down in America, except the implicit bias and the police brutality towards black people. And I mean, we were all home watching, so it was a unique time. And you saw over and over again, because of the advent of technology, these objective videos. It just seems, what is it about a black man running away from the police that makes white police officers think it is the most dangerous thing in the world? I'm gonna take a quick break and come back to two Benjamins, Carson and Crump discussing race in America. I'm Armstrong Williams, don't go away. Welcome back um, to our discussion with the two Benjamins on race in America. Uh, the reason I asked you the question about how many unarmed black men were killed by police in 2019 uh, is because most people don't know that. You know, in a survey that was done recently, uh, when you ask liberal people how many were killed, unarmed black men by police, uh, the answer was between 1,000 and 10,000. Now, how many encounters are there with the police over that period of time? It's in the tens of millions. We should be looking for other solutions. Are there non-lethal methods that could be employed by the police? There's been a lot of technological advancements in the last several years. And I don't see many of these things being employed, things that could disable people without killing them instantly. And Dr. Carlson, respectfully, I think that there are more unarmed black men who have been killed than uh, your statistics bear out, uh, especially in, in 2020. Uh, and I know that the police kill on average about 1,200 people a year. And so we want to say that black lives matter just like white lives matter. All lives matter. We're discussing a race discussion with the Benjamins, Dr. Ben Carson and Ben Crump. I'm Armstrong Williams, and we'll be back. And welcome back to this historic conversation between Dr. Ben Carson and attorney Benjamin Crump. Attorney Crump, let me, let me introduce this um, to the, uh, the conversation. You have publicly argued that African-Americans in particular and, and people of color are, are generally are victims of inherently a bigoted system in America. What should Caucasians, in your opinion, do to right this inherent inequality you're citing? And uh, is it reparations for descendants of slaves? Uh, uh, a more comprehensive, let's say, affirmative action agenda aimed at actively advancing people of color in the academy or workplace are none of those, are none of those things that I'm suggesting, what do we do to move forward? Well, um, it is always good to engage uh, with people who have different perspectives because we can learn from them and hopefully from us engaging with one another, we can uh, gr have greater respect for the other perspectives. Not saying 
either one of us are right or wrong, but we try as a nation to help come up with solutions to these long uh, historical problems that have plagued us as a country. If the government continues to allow for corporations to make ungodly profits and don't look at health care for all of our citizens, don't look at a decent living wage for all of our citizens, and don't look at opportunities where minorities can be at the same table as our white brothers and sisters and be able to contribute and be compensated for those contributions, then we will never, ever be able to close this wealth gap. You know, Dr. Carson, listening to Attorney Crump, um, you would almost think, and I know Attorney Crump is going to challenge me on this, that the sole answer to all these issues, the closing, the, not only the wealth gap, but healing our nation from its racial scars, the onus is on white people and anybody other than black people. Okay, well, I appreciate uh, Attorney Trump's uh, uh, perspective uh, on all of this, uh, and I can understand it, quite frankly. Um, however, you know, if we go back to statistics, you know, black people, approximately 13% of the U.S. population. Uh, but when you look at people convicted of murder, 50%. Uh, when you look at robbery, 60%. So uh, I'm not saying that black people are inherently more violent uh, or more prone to criminal activity. What I am saying is that we need to look at the circumstances that lead to that disproportionality. And rather than us you know, pointing fingers and saying, you guys are bad, Let's build on what each other has done. Uh, I think we can make a lot of progress if we just keep shifting from left and then back to right and then back to left and then back to right. We never make any forward progress. But what can destroy America? Is it China? No. Is it Russia? No. North Korea? No. Iran? No. It's us. And if we continue to, to fight each other, not be civil, try to cancel each other, and just doing things that are evil, we cannot possibly be successful in the long run. Attorney Crump, do you think highly publicized cases involving your clients fundamentally help or hurt the ability of our nation to move past race, this race and stop seeing through the lens of division? Uh, Armstrong, I, I want to again say, I I do appreciate uh, Dr. Carson's perspective. The statistics show us that one out of every five black men are a convicted felon. Uh, and the experts opine if this trend continues, and these states are very similar to many other states, the experts opine if these trends continue in the next 25 years, one out of every three black men in America would be a convicted felon. What happens to our white brothers and sisters who steal millions and billions of dollars 
they get slapped on the wrist and they get rewarded. And we call them heroes. And we, we sanctonize them and they become elected officials. So we have to always speak truth to power when we get an opportunity. Are you saying black people should be afraid? Afraid of what? Everything, whether it's law enforcement, every, that they should be living fear that no matter what they do, there's a system that's rigged against them. They have no chance of opportunity. Do I think black people should be afraid? No, but I think black people should be aware. We should be engaged. We should be educated. And that's the only way we can be empowered to overcome these things that our best and brightest amongst us are not being fully engaged because the system has not saw the value that black people can offer this country to be the very best that we can be. Hold that point. Um, you know, many people would say that the government maligns them, exploits them, harms them, and whether it's the low tier law enforcement, many Americans will say that the system has been brutal to them and that the answer to their brutality and they're feeling this way, it's, all, it's not always the, the answer is race. We're gonna come back um, and have a conversation among the two Benjamins and have them talk to each other and ask each other questions. This is a conversation about race with the two Benjamins, Dr. Carson and Attorney Crump, and we'll be back. And welcome back to our conversation with the two Benjamins, two of the most successful Americans, and there's little to do with the fact that they're African-Americans. They just were raised by single parents. Um, they had sacrifice and discipline. They studied early and could continue to study now, and they represent the best of America. And they both are shining examples that if they can make it, anybody can make it in America. And I'm sure their obstacles, their encounters with bigotry and racism is no different than we uh, what we talk about today, but somehow or another they found a reason to overcome. And in this segment, I, I, I want, um, uh, Dr. Carson, I'm have you asked the first question to um, Attorney Crump. Okay. Uh, my question is, do you acknowledge that all of those things that you just mentioned that the black community has overcome had something to do with the strength of those communities that was conferred by their faith and their family structure? I absolutely believe that uh, the fact that we have been able to overcome as a people has a lot to do with our faith. Also, it has a lot to do with the family, but I believe the family uh, goes beyond just the individual households. I believe it takes a village uh, in many instances, to raise a family. So, Attorney Crump, you get to ask the question now to Dr. Carson. Certainly. Uh, Dr. Carson, is there, in your perspective, a way to make America acknowledge that the historical wrongs, but not just acknowledge them, but do something affirmatively to right those wrongs. As we wrap this up, this has been, I must tell you, I have been just awestruck by this conversation. There's so many things are going, which we hope to continue in the future. But I want people to understand, the conversation today, because, um, you know, I think the world of Attorney Crump, I have a lot of respect for him, given his valuable time. But 
I don't want people to understand, this conversation is not an indictment of white America or black America. No, absolutely. I, I think that we're all God's children. Uh, my partners in my law firm are not all black. And so we learn from one another the fact that we continue to try to strive towards a more perfect union. And you know, Dr. Carson, finally for you, oftentimes you're mischaracterized that you're disconnected. But people don't understand your days as a pediatric neurosurgeon, you've seen the best and the worst of people. You've seen these inner cities, you've seen the impacts of it all. And you speak because you know what people are able to accomplish because of what you were able to accomplish to become a world-renowned pediatric neurosurgeon. And yours is that sometimes people don't know their potential and sometimes they've got to look within themselves and they will be very shocked at what they may discover. We need to work on how people think, all of us, black, white, yellow, brown, it doesn't matter. We need to talk about who we are. We need, that's what Martin Luther King was talking about when he said the content of your character. That is what determines who you are. And finally, and we're gonna say goodbye, Attorney Crump, tell America why it's so important regardless of what you may think about a person's ideology or their politics, they have value, and why it's so important that we communicate with each other as we're doing today. Communications is always the key, Armstrong. We have to learn to listen intensely as much as we want to talk passionately. Listen, thank you both. The two Benjamins, and they both have the uh, beginning of their surname with the C. The two Benjamins, a provocative discussion of race. We will continue this in the future. Attorney Benjamin Crump, my brother, Dr. Ben Carson, my brother, thank you so much for joining us for this. Uh, I, I mean, amazing and just uh, breathtaking conversation today. All the best to you both in your endeavors. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Carson. Thank you, Attorney Crump. I appreciate you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to this week's episode.